The Sporting Edge on Tip FM. Funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Great to have you on, Samantha. You're very much uh, heavily involved in this topic, and uh, you're uh, with a number of initiatives through the through ladies football with the Gaelic for teens and uh, the serious support with Lidl. So we'll ask you a bit about about those as, as things go on. But just looking at different statistics of um, you know the the dropout rate from from females playing sport between the ages of 13 and 17. Just some of the statistics I was able to find is that but by the age of 13, one in two girls have actually dropped out of sport, and um, they're three times more likely to drop out than boys. And um, do you know what? Why do you think that is with, with girls underage? It's obviously a lot of uh, factors I'd, I'd imagine looking looking in. Yeah, definitely a lot of factors, and um, as you said, those those uh, statistics are, are quite scary uh, in comparison to the male counterparts, where we have girls dropping out uh, by the age thirteen, one and two girls dropping out, and um, I suppose a lot of the research has been done, and it's kind of coming back to maybe that they're not having fun um, at train sessions, or they're not getting a run at train sessions, or um, they're not being supported enough. But um, there is a lot of uh, initiatives in place especially too, I'm involved in there with Gaelic for Teens and the Series Sport Schools programme, um, highly invested by, by Lidl there. Um, and both those initiatives are looking at uh, increasing the retention rate of teenage girls playing sports, uh, particularly between the ages of 13 and 17. Um, so, look, it's, it's extremely important. I suppose it's my job, and I'm hugely passionate about it, to go around and, and try increase that number by showing them what sport has done to me um, and we can see from the research as well like that girls that do stay in sport are four times more likely to feel more body confident and 50% feel more supported when they do stick at the at the, the sport and I noticed that as well that they're more that 80% are more likely to have a positive mental well-being which is really really important um, today so um, it's, it's it's those two programs are excellent programs and as I said um, it's what they need in order to keep the girls playing sport and just show them the benefits of it. Yeah, that's that's a, an amazing statistic there, especially the the four times more likely to be bo- to feel body confident. Like that's mm. obviously a big issue with with young young girls and boys, um, especially, and you know fifty percent more likely to uh, to or fifty percent to feel supported and eighty percent um, positive mental well being. Like there's there's huge benefits of playing sport. So so getting as much people as possible to continue playing sport is obviously would have huge uh, benefits for for society, I suppose, in general. Definitely, and I suppose that's why Little have really invested hugely in the the Serious Sports Schools programme, where 26 schools have been involved or chosen annually for the last couple of years. And um, that, I suppose that programme in particular just using sports kind of to transform the lives of of young people. And we, the youth mentor athletes, get to, to share our stories and how, I suppose, we've become successful um, in our lives. And kind of we're just demonstrating to them that that this is what can be or this is what sport can do for you and same with the Gaelic for teens now it's um sometimes it's, it's more uh, directed towards the coach and education really but the that that's just as important because the better the coaches are the more interest the girls may have the teen, teenage girls might have and then they might stick at it a bit better so it's just the, the Gaelic for teens like as I said it's just bringing on coaches um, and showing them how to make a train session enjoyable and how to just retain the girls 
um, that are most likely at dropping off and just to develop the athletic and social skills for girls in, in a safe and nurturing environment. Yeah, no, it's uh, there are two great initiatives. I, I want to because you know it's one thing knowing the the statistics and you know do, doing that research to start things off, but kind of acting upon them and trying to to reverse those trends is a whole other issue. So these two initiatives that you're a part of, as we said, that this serious support with Lidl, this is going into schools. And you mentioned that um, you kind of talk through your story through sport and what sport has kind of uh, allowed you to do and helped you through your life. So what is kind of some things that in those workshops you, you would be saying to uh, to students? Yeah, I suppose I'm just bringing them through the, the highs and lows that I've experienced through sport, um, whether that's losing matches by one point or losing county finals or All-Ireland finals and the heartache that goes with it and the emotions that go with losing. Um, and then, of course, the highs that, that come with sport as well and all the other benefits of, of friends. But those highs and lows, especially the lows, you're trying to um, make them understand how dealing with loss on the field can help you deal with possibly hardship off the field in your daily life and um, as everyone knows you, you you go through ups and downs on and off the field and I try to to portray that if I didn't have sport I don't think I'd cope as well um, with events that have happened perhaps off the field so trying to just get, get them to build their resilience really and um, to realise that you know because we've suffered from maybe a one one point defeat loss or that I, I'm now able to cope with maybe um, something that has happened that that I may not be would not be able to cope with as well if I didn't play sport. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great initiative, and the the other one that you're part of, as you mentioned, is Gaelic for teens, and you know this is more more so about going into clubs and uh, you know uh, centering around the coaches and really coaching the coaches, I suppose, and how to yeah. kind of um, get the right environment, I suppose, is is how that is, which is very important as well because. You know, it, it, students and uh, can only do so much on their own when when they go out into the clubs. It's important that the coaches are educated and know that what they kind of need to do to to keep keep as many people coming as possible. Really, exactly. Yeah, it's just educating the club coaches in relation to the the needs and the interests of the teenage girls and maybe what what something that they don't realise. Um, I know we deliver webinars as well, coach education webinars of the clubs that are involved and. Um, we bring it back to the basics, you know, and they just some of them just don't realise that geez that that might be going on in their in their lives, and we just need to take that into account that they're not attending the train session because of this, or they're not they're not attending the train session because they're not enjoying it, and how to make it fun um, at the same time. Um, so it's just providing them, I suppose, with a unique kind of program of activities to to keep those girls and just uh, how to create that safe and nurturing environment because. Um, where they feel most comfortable is where they're going to keep going and where they're enjoying themselves is where they're going to keep coming. So the, the, that element of fun is what, what a lot of them crave. So that's important to include that when, when the coaches are planning their training sessions. I know there's always that, that element that they, they need to get work done at the training sessions and that you know, they're preparing for um, the county championship with that. But at the end of the day, they're still only teenagers and they still need to enjoy themselves and um, trying to get that across to the coaches is is one of the the key elements of the Gaelic for Teens program. Yeah, and it's it's so important at that age as well because, like as you said, you know, especially in the, the underage grades, winning isn't the be all and end all. Well, or it definitely shouldn't be for from a coach's point of view. Just general improvement and and fun is a huge aspect there. But because I feel like if you lose players around that age bracket of of thirteen to seventeen. 
it's much more harder to, to have a player come back later in life. So it's really important to kind of keep them engaged during those ages because once once they get older, it, it makes things more difficult and people nearly put up barriers in terms of, oh, I don't want to go back because oh, I haven't played in years, I don't know the girls anymore, things like that. So it's so important, isn't it, to just keep as many as possible in that age age bracket still playing. Absolutely, and I suppose that's why the, the, those two programmes are extremely important and the serious sport um, programme invested by Little is actually starting to reach out to clubs now as well this year, so um, I think that's hugely important. As I said, there's just a slight difference between the Gaelic routines as coaching coaches really with serious sport programme really gets at those, those girls and um, helps them with different... Uh, areas and elements and kind of focuses in on, on key values too like respect recognition so um, it's really focusing in on life skills too and how sport can bring you through those um, and look discussing the likes of, of body image and self-image he- uh, healthy eating um, self-talk positive self-talk so they're all the kind of uh, topics that I'd be covering with, with those which I think are extremely vital and, and important for girls to hear about um, from someone, I suppose, bringing me through. Like I get very, very into it with regards to what they are going through at the minute, and we have to be realistic as to the distractions that they have in their lives when they are from 13 years old to 17. That they've a lot going on in their lives, and they have a lot of distractions or negative uh, distractions that could take them from football that seem to be more um, attractive in in their life at that point. But as you said, it's 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 between those ages that we need to catch them and keep them in sport and just highlight the benefits of staying in sport before they actually get um, pulled out uh, because they're, I suppose, summoned to something else or attracted to going to different negative elements of their life. So I just think those two programs in particular are, are really, really important and I'm, I'm very passionate about um, keeping those girls in sport just because of the success and the opportunities that I've got in my um, career playing sport for Bokelogan County um, that I think are just really invaluable. Yeah, like being a teenager now, I can only imagine it is far more difficult than even when when I was a teenager, let's say, because, you know, social media is so much more a part of the daily life and things like that. And I can imagine it can be quite a, a difficult thing. So just play sport I even find it myself you know if you're having a bad day or anything and you go off training and suddenly your your focus is completely on what's on the field and you know it, it's a huge it there's huge benefits to sport and I think those um that those bits of research ha- have outlined that so um it's it's a great uh, great initiatives that you're involved with Samantha and I'm sure there's a, probably a lot of um satisfaction in, in covering them but we're just going to switch focus just a little bit to the to the inter-county scene now um Tipperary, of course, getting their league campaign underway this Sunday up in Cavan, uh, two o'clock throwing time in Lacken. Tipperary against Cavan in the Division Two of the league. Um, read a few pieces uh, with yourself there in the last kind of couple of weeks, and you know you mentioned since retiring that you you do miss kind of the the training element and and being around the girls. But I'd imagine the last few weeks in terms of how cold it's been and preseason training and all that, it might be uh, might be easier to to miss a, a couple of training sessions this time of year. Definitely, but I suppose if you if you ask the girls that it was this is my time of the year that I I like to shine. Um, I love the hard slog in the in the dirty mucky weather, um, getting the pre-season uh, sessions underway. And as you said already, you'll never regret a training session. I know the thoughts of it going out beforehand might be 
um, not so good. But once you have it completed, there's no better feeling than having a really hard session completed in the in the cold or the, or the the frost. So, um, but no, there has been a, quite a few nights there that I'm, I'm kind of fairly um, content with being being inside and doing my own thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure a, a few more layers are needed for for those training this time of year. So it's it's a uh, cabin, as I said, up in cabin. Tip played at cabin last year in Feathertown Park had a brilliant three thirteen to ten point win. Um, so we'll see how it goes away from home. But uh, the the squad was announced earlier in the week and. Um, just reading down through it, the names that that's uh, kind of popped off the page when I was looking at it was Ashley Maloney, Neve Martin, and Anna Rose Kennedy. Of course, three girls that went to Australia last year for the first time to play in the AFLW. Just a huge boost to um, the team, I suppose, on Peter Creedon's side, just to, to have those three girls back. Oh God, yeah, they a huge boost, as you said. Um, that they'll be coming home with a lot of uh, experience uh, coming from the AFL there. Um, both mentally and and physically, um, from what they've learned over there and the professional setup. So, um, three huge players for Tip, and and they'll they'll be hoping to, to look at making the most of them while they're um back home again. So, um, I'm sure they they'll shine for Tipperary this year in the league campaign, and um, as you said, they they'll be really putting themselves to the test now against Cavan this weekend. Um, Kevin, I think have have a very much new squad, um, but young young girls on it. But I, if you look at the tip team, I suppose they're they were, were quite young too. So uh, it'll be an interesting an interesting match and a, and hopefully a good start to the campaign for Tipperary. Yeah, because if we look back on Tip's league campaign last year, it was uh, just missed out in a place in the league final on score difference. So um, you know this is a. Probably a lot of motivation in the squad and just kept their senior status with that that kind of twenty one yard free shoot off to finish the season last season. So um, they'll be hoping for to to push on another bit this year and maybe get to a league final. So uh, here's hoping anyway. But Samantha Lambert, um, it's been great talking to you on on those different issues and uh, thanks for joining us on uh, across the line. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. The Sporting Edge on Tip FM, funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee.